From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, August 30th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio's urban search and rescue team is in Louisiana to help victims of Hurricane Ida, which came ashore at around noon yesterday. Richard Solomon reports. West of New Orleans is where we find Craig Mignon. We had driven straight through over Friday night into Saturday. He's one of 40 members of the Ohio Task Force 1 that's in Louisiana. A lot of our vehicles are out here. We have pickup trucks that haul some of our trailers, ATVs, and our boats, box trucks, three 53-foot semi-trucks. The task force could be used for flooding assistance, evacuation, wide area search, or mappings of damage in the area. Richard Solomon reporting in Columbus. Those in Task Force 1 aren't the only Buckeyes that headed to the Gulf yesterday. Marita Salkowski is with the Central and Southern Ohio region of the Red Cross. We have over 600 volunteers that are either on the ground right now working in the evacuation shelters, or we have people positioned in the outskirts of the damage area. Volunteers are working to open dozens of shelters supporting nearly 10,000 people, as well as supplying blankets, cots, and thousands of ready-to-eat meals. COVID-19's Delta variant is fueling a surge in new cases, and it has parents worried about what to do with their children who aren't able to get the vaccine. Brittany Bailey has more from a Columbus-area physician. Dr. Anouk Kanodia of Ohio Health says children need daycare, school, and after-school activities for mental health, but they need to wear more protective masks to stay safe. And he says it's up to parents to determine the risk level of an activity and if that activity is absolutely necessary. We want to balance out the mental health of a child and and making decisions on what is the lowest risk thing that we can do but still live life. Indoor activities still carry the highest risk compared to being outdoors. I'm Brittany Bailey. Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus reports the number of kids in the hospital with COVID-19 has doubled since last week. Tracy Townsend has the details. Right now, 20 children are in the hospital with the virus. Five of those kids are in the ICU. Two of them are on ventilators. It does happen that children who are generally healthy do get COVID and can get sick and end up in our intensive care unit. It is an opportune time, in my opinion, to put a temporary mandatory masking uh, guideline in place for all ages, including teachers within schools. And doctors also mentioned they are testing more children for COVID than they ever have. I'm Tracy Townsend. Last night, the Berlin Heights community, 20 miles southeast of Sandusky, honored the 22-year-old Ohio soldier who died in last week's bombing in Afghanistan. Clay Gordon has more. Max Dinsoviak was one of 13 U.S. service members who died in the suicide bomber attack Thursday. Hundreds of family and friends gathered outside his former middle school to pay tribute. His sister Kathleen was among those who spoke. To quote Maxton himself, if the world was coming to an end, I don't want to close my eyes without feeling like I lived. And he didn't live long enough, but boy, did that man live. Remains of all 13 service members were returned to U.S. soil. And Ohio Governor Mike DeWine is asking to keep flags at half-staff until sunset. I'm Clay Gordon. 
Last week, Cedarville University, a private Baptist college just east of Dayton, reported 281 students had tested positive for COVID-19. Brittany Bailey says that number was even higher by yesterday. Well, students returned to campus earlier this month with no vaccine requirement and no mask mandate. And the Delta variant swept through the campus. There are 416 active cases, more than 10% of the student population. So school leaders did respond to this, putting in place an indoor mask mandate and offering students the chance to take classes online. These new rules will stay in place through at least September 7th. I'm Brittany Bailey. Ohio's Corrections Agency has terminated seven employees after officials say correctional officers used excessive and unjustified force against a black inmate before he died in custody in February. Eric Brown reports. The Ohio Department of Rehabilitation and Correction fired five corrections officers, a supervisor, and a licensed nurse following an investigation into the in-custody death of 55-year-old Michael McDaniel. The Franklin County Coroner's Office had declared McDaniel's death at the Correctional Reception Center in Orient a homicide and ruled the cause as a stress-induced sudden cardiac death. Pickaway County Prosecutor will decide on whether to file any criminal charges. Eric Brown, ONN News. There may be more to worry about than first believed in the way COVID-19 is spread. Michael Kelly explains. New information released by the U.S. Department of Agriculture on Saturday says that an Ohio State University study shows white-tailed deer in Ohio have tested positive for the virus that causes COVID-19. So far, no sign of infection. Similar studies prove that deer can be experimentally infected and that some in the wild have the antibodies. USDA warns anyone that might have COVID or think you may have the virus to stay away from pets and animals. In Cleveland, Michael Kelly, Moenin News. An Ohio Little League team fell just short of a world championship yesterday. Steve Vaughn has more. The Westside Little League All-Stars from Hamilton fell 5-2 to to Michigan in the finals of the Little League World Series Sunday in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Coach Kenny Coomer. How these kids go through what they went through, and, um, and they've earned all of it. They've earned every single bit of it. And it's, um, so proud. Hamilton's so proud. Um, you know, Ohio's so proud. The Westsiders won the Tom Seaver bracket to advance to the championship game. International teams were not permitted this year due to COVID. Steve Vaughn, ONN. And Ohio State's season begins in just three days. More from Dom Tiberi. Buckeyes kicking the season off Thursday night on the road at Minnesota. Coach Ryan Day says he is having some sleepless nights heading into this opener. It's a conference game. Uh, it's a game with a new quarterback, with a new set of linebackers, and, uh, and a little bit of a set of unknowns when you go into the first game. So all those things added up with a new team uh, going on the road, first time in a long time being in front of fans. So, yeah, there, there's some anxiety going into this one. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.